This is a Detail Podcast. In 1986, a video game was released that changed the world. Since then, the series has expanded to include 19 entries on all of Nintendo's major game consoles, as well as a number of spin-offs. Over 30 years later, in 2017, they reinvented the formula for modern gamers, the universal acclaim. The game is the highest rated game of 2017 on Metacritic uh, and holds the largest number of perfect reviews of any game from any year. Several critics called the game a masterpiece. Now that we are at the dawn of the next game in the beloved franchise, it is time that we talk about The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Note, we are recording this episode before the game is released and have not actually played the game yet. This episode will feature us discussing some of the footage from the game and some of our hopes and dreams for the gameplay and story. I hope you're ready for another year of Zelda because we'll likely be talking about this game for the rest of the year. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to Drinkin' Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Dustin, and I am probably going to play this game like three days after release because I ordered online and it's being shipped to me like a dumb. (laughs) Alongside me is... This is Saf, and I hope to at least have it it by my birthday, which is June 1st. And with me is... Keith, and I should be getting it on release date here soon. I hope, I hope, I hope. And uh, today, gentlemen, we are just a Triforce. Yes. We do not have pale. And today's episode, we will feature beer from Dot and Line. And we're talking about, if you haven't figured it out yet, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Coming up soon for the release on Nintendo Switch on May 12th. Yeah, so I didn't realize when I pre-ordered the game on GameStop... That it was like, it's going to take like two or three days to ship it to you. I was like, God damn it. I would have just picked it up. Yeah. Can I just pre-order it and pick it up in the store? But that's not happening. So wait, where did you, where'd you buy it from? Just Amazon? Online, online GameStop. Online GameStop. What about you, Seth? I don't, I haven't pre-ordered it. Oh, you haven't done that yet. I got mine at Walmart because it comes with a cool little, um, little art piece of the broken master sword. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it I'm, says, I'll get it on the 12th. It says it'll ship and will arrive on the 12th. So that's good news. Hopefully. Target comes with like a little fanny pack looking thing. Yeah, I saw about that. getting that <laughs> version. I'm not right, one for collectibles anymore, so I don't. Yeah. None of them like were really that great that I no. had to pre-order it. It was like you get a wooden plaque from one place and you get a couple of like little weird things, but yeah. something to throw on the wall. Yeah, I just got to get the little amiibo guy with his little hand. All right, today we're talking about Dot and Lines. Um, how do you pronounce that? Osaka? Oz- Osaka? Yeah, I think like it. Yeah, like Osaka, yeah. Like X's or Z's. <laughs> X's or Z's and Aka, so Osaka. That's actually really good. Talking about this beer to other people, I'm just like, Osaka. <laughs> it's the no Osaka fucking clue. arena of time. Osaka Arena. T- I like it. Uh, I was going to say the Zonaki is what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a imperial stout. 
Imperial Oatmeal Stout with Mexican hot chocolate, cinnamon, and pasilla chilies. And it comes in at 10.7% ABVs. Wonderful. Uh, the can tells us the hops are CTZ and the grains are two-row flaked oats, C60 chocolate, and black prins. We've also got on the front of the can the beautiful Osaka logo. It is circle... Almost like a coin or uh, the Sun King logo. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Got the guy sticking his little tongue out. He's got sharp teeth. Um, all yeah, as techie looking symbols around him. Yeah, this is uh, pretty much the reason why I suggested this beer for the episode is because it kind of reminds me of some of the symbolism and some of the designs in previous Zelda games. Um, I don't know, it's kind of like the first thing that came to my mind when it was like, what beer are we drinking for Zelda? Oh, this one. We got this one. Also, at the time of the recording, Cinco de Mayo was yesterday. Also true. It is. The thing on so, his head, perfect. or her, their head, looks like a shrine. It's a little, like, pyramid-looking mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah. It's like a bird, a jaguar. Yeah. The tongue looks like the mask from... Uh, ban- uh, was it Crash Bandicoot? So that does not important. But <laughs> right. it's still, still a video game reference. <laughs> Got Majora Mask looking eyes there. There we the, go. That, Majora oh, yeah. that little there tongue guy go. does. Yeah, I can totally see. And the dragon head is exactly what's in this game. Oh yep, the Zonai dragon. Yeah. Um, cool. Low key thought the colors were a little different. I thought they were green in this one, but I still like the gold and the blue and the red. Yeah, um, and it's kind of like a brownish background. It's not like, I thought yeah. it was black, but until I got it in this light. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It kind of looks like wood grain. Which is good because it, like flat back, flat black background. Wow, that was really tough to say. <laughs> uh, is, <laughs> I don't know, kind of kind of used, kind of spent. Um, by the way that this <laughs> looks, it kind of looks kind of like chalk. Yeah, so it does. having like like a blackboard type of like texture would be really cool, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't really tell. Like wall art inside yeah. of a, or not Egypt, Aztec temple or something. Right. But overall, like in in terms of this is Mexican hot chocolate. This is falling into the roots and designs of that you know that name and I guess that culture. I think the can is a ten out of ten. Yeah, it's a really oh, for beautiful sure. design. Yeah. Uh, nothing. Didn't expect anything less from Dot Line. I'll tell you what. Yeah, they do great work. And of course, on the side, they have the here's yeah. how to replicate this beer. That's how I was reading earlier. Um, the color of the beer is dark brown. I'm not going to say it's black because I do see a hints of color. Yep, at the crest of the mug. Mm-hmm. You don't have that red hue. You have a brown and it's brown, yellow. Yeah. yeah. Mm, yep. Looks like a Coca Cola almost. Oh yeah. Maybe a slightly darker. <laughs> yeah. It's not enough bubbles. Yeah, that too. Smooth. A smooth Coca Cola. Flat. I will say, uh, based on the color, I did look up the Pasilla chili, and it's known for its darker skin. That it has dark, wrinkled skin, mild to hot flavor. So it's only one thousand to uh, two thousand five hundred on the Scoville. However you pronounce that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's right. And I do not know what that means. And it's not as spicy because I think like a jalapeno is like up to 9,000 or 10,000. So, or something like oh. that. So, they usually do the, like 5,000. The habanero is like 
10,000, something Maybe like that. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I found that interesting because I didn't know what those were. So I looked them up and I'm like, yeah, that matches the beer color. wonder if that was by choice. Uh, uh, but yeah, it definitely, yeah, definitely the reddish brown uh, tint to this one. I was going to go with Freddy's Fedora. You know what? That looks really good. Works for me. Yeah. That's a 46 on our scale. I like when they provide the... the uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's helpful when SRMs they let us and know. Like most of the time, they're wrong, <laughs> or like our, our scales wrong. Yeah, our scales are wrong. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, doesn't quite match. <laughs> they're like, yeah, this one is a forty-six and a half. We're like, no, it's not. No, <laughs> this is dark as night. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the sixties, buddy. Getting any smells? Any of that chocolate or uh, peppers coming through? Mm. No, I don't think so. The chocolate, yes. The pepper, yeah. no. Yeah. Like I don't. There's no cinnamon, there's no like pepper, there's like nothing. Uh it's very it has to be very subtle. Like I don't I don't smell anything. Definitely smell stouty, chocolatey. Yep, that's about it. Which is very deceptive because I know how it tastes. Because I know what Mexican hot chocolate tastes like. Not that I've been <laughs> drinking this beer or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very placid uh nose. My glass is too full. I was trying to shake it, but then I was Getting to the spill point, so I set it down. I want, I don't want to say spicy. Like, I can't say that I smell the spicy in the can. There's another word for it. I can smell the the pepper. Yeah. And like, a so cinnamon, it's more like, I think is in there too. Cinnamon. Like, yeah. Like, like, her, like herby or planty or like vegetable. Like, I can smell the actual pepper in here. Or it kind of smells like, er, like, I don't know, herby or whatever. Definitely smell the. Cinnamon, oh my god. But then <laughs> so good. Kind of like sips. an al- aluminum can type of smell. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's not the one I meant to click. It worked though. It did. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. That is good. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god, this is delicious. This is good beer. <clears throat> oh my god. Oh. There's just like, enough spice to that, but it's sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that use of the uh, pasilla chili because I feel like we we've had the 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 one from Stone, uh, and that one was like a almost like a habanero. It was too like, yeah. That one's spicier. Yeah, and then there was another tingle. one. Um, what was that one from Two Toms? El Cuque. El yep. Cuque. That one I felt was like too muddled almost like it was like with mole and spices that one is different every year because i do agree with you dustin that first one was a little muddled but the second one the next year he made it it was a lot spicier he doubled the peppers in it so it Ah. had more of a punch gotcha that mole one too yeah Mm -hmm. this is fantastic this is it blends so well with the sweet the spicy the chocolate as a fan of two things, so fan of chocolate and chili, like this is delicious. As a fan of adding like jalapeno peppers and other things to like your your Mexican dishes to add a little bit of spice without overpowering the dish, this exactly like this reminds me of that. Whereas, yes, there's going to be some peppers in here, but it's still a hot chocolate. Yeah, it's like wow. 
it's not bitter. Like usually I'm expecting like a bitter aftertaste or something, but it stays mm-hmm. sweet throughout. Yeah. I don't know if it's the cinnamon or like it starts, it feels like I'm about to get a bitter aftertaste and then it's like goes away. I don't know yeah. if the, what something covers it up or what. Also the 10% I, is not clear. Like I don't, it doesn't feel no. like a 10%. No, this is going to disappear very quickly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm already, Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I dis like. I agree with you and disagree with the can. This is not ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is, uh, which means dangerous. But it's a little later. But oh my right gosh. now it's just going down, going down. Now I'm curious. As good as it as it is now, and we just kind of pulled it out of the fridge. I wonder how this one tastes warmed up. If more the cinnamon spice, if it starts to get a little bitter, or will it get sweeter? Will it get spicier? I don't know. I could use a little it, more spice. If it gets life. a little bit more cinnamon, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I would not be able to contain myself. <laughs> All right. We have, wow, uh, dot line. I did not mean to do an old Wilson right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Um, dot line says this is a, or at least the untapped version of this, says it's an imperial double oatmeal. I do not agree. That wasn't on the description. Mm-mm. It does say oatmeal stout. Nah, yeah, imperial. Oh oatmeal yeah, it stout. does right there. Imperial oatmeal stout. Imagine, imagine dragons. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I guess that's correct, and I'm just wrong. Um. Everyone who checked this in, forty three people. Three point six five. Are you kidding me? These people are nuts. I don't understand real life. Uh, Caitlin P, who has a professional photo, has her um, profile. She's also an insider. And I I double-checked because the name is Caitlin, and uh, the name, like, the username is HopKate. I was like, is this our Kate? (laughs) False. She gave it a 3.6. Didn't write anything. She wrote Abraxas Light, which means nothing to me. Yeah, what is is Abraxas must be a different beer. Yeah, Braxis must be like a, a, a very similar like hot chocolate uh, stout. Uh, here's one with actual words from Sean M. Pretty strong oatmeal base. Pretty solid earthy malt bitterness compounded by a dry cinnamon. The teeniest bit of chili with no appreciable heat. Chocolate notes not really presenting. Drinkable, enjoyable, not hitting the description. 3.5. I don't know. Abraxas is a beer from Imperial Artisan Ales. It's an imperial style brew with ancho chili peppers, cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, and cinnamon sticks. So, similar. I guess, unfortunately, if you go into drinking a beer with expectations, yeah. you're, you know, you might be let down. Uh, unfortunately, for Sean and for Caitlin, because they tagged each other, the picture shows... They have two flights, or at least three flights in here. I think that's with all of the beers. beers. <laughs> that's all the beers there. It's like, yep, you're you're probably muddling your experience there. Which, um, they're they do fall in the average of a three point six, so they can't be too mad about it. But it, from what our experience is right now, we're this is our only thing that we have. I did have a friend. Oh, you, you have got a, friend. a friend? Take a guess. I bet it's a stout bee. If you scroll down, you can see him. He's uh, wearing a bunny mask, <laughs> doing the double bird in his photo. Oh, Nothing of man. the beer. But stout bee says mild pepper and cinnamon, 
business hours adjusted for Easter tomorrow suck. So I'm assuming that's why he's mad. And he gave it a 3.25. So if you scroll down, you can find him. I wonder if that's actually him. I don't think so. He He's posted several memes as like pictures before. So I'm not sure. Oh, there he is. Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> um, she wrote, uh, number two, heavy and strong, little bite at the finish. Okay, if I read that to you, heavy and strong, a little bite at the finish, what would you think the rating was? Based upon our rating scale, I'd say that's probably about a 4.25. But I'm sure she probably gave it a 3.25. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. I was going to say 3.25. 3.65. Because yep. that's the average. <laughs> I had a good chance of being right if I said that number. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's unfortunate. Like, reading that thing, like I was like, that description sounds amazing. Like, I don't know why. That's what I would like in a stout, but I guess yeah. she has a different opinion. Yeah. Oh, a little bite at the end. Yeah, you're drinking a fucking Mexican hot chocolate. What do you what? It's got peppers in it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? Of course. It's getting me drunk. This alcohol that I'm drinking. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you read this because I was wasn't listening to what you guys were saying earlier, but Dave Baum he says balanced without sweetness, but not dry. Coke cow and some chili up front cinnamon is pretty mild good body and he gave it a four that's like what we would expect right given a decent like description of the beer and then giving it a four not giving it a, a decent description of the beer and then be like eh, three. yeah i didn't like it though <laughs> yeah it's like eh, this is like really great sauce out but poop it's like she's just not a fan of those words that she chose to use, she doesn't like that in a beer. So to us, we like that in a beer. So of course we're going to yeah. give it a higher score, but she's like, uh, negative opinion on those descriptors. Yeah. Not seeing uh, any more comments. I was going to say, yeah, all the way down to the butt near the bottom and haven't seen anything. So might as well rate this bad boy. I'm struggling here. Struggling to find the words. Well, I have the words. I'm struggling on the rating. I don't know how high I want to go. How low can you go? Well, you know how I rank this. I got to find something negative, and I'm struggling. I know. I did. I think I did find the, the negative part. I mean, I think the only negative thing I could say about this beer is that a little bit on the back end, it tastes like the dot and line every other beer that yeah. they have because it all comes from the same vat. But I, I get it. I get it. So, I mean, that would be like the only thing. I think that's holding me back, but it's not a knock. Yep. I went ahead and I I did the writing. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Applause. Round of applause. I'm tagging you guys. And Thank you! <laughs> I needed a reason to use that. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. That's how this episode goes. All right. Um, I am ready to go. If you guys are ready to roll, I, I'll start. Actually, wrestling is all like talk yeah I'm, I'm i've decided on a score i'm just just trying to come up with the words all right cool so i rated this on untapped you can find untapped on your app store on <laughs> google play store or your on your mobile device mobile device and you can find us my thing is digo the duke <laughs> 
I take this one as a... Oh, wait. My description says, <laughs> y'all are haters. This is delicious. Drinking straight out of the fridge. Could use more cinnamon. Maybe when it warms up. Drum roll. Because I'm waiting for your guys' descriptions. I already know what score I'm giving it, so you can. That's fair. Okay, I'll I'll do my Four description. And <laughs> Four and a half. <laughs> there you go. I get four and a half. This is fantastic. Like I would, hundred percent order this if I go uh, there and, and drink again. And I see yeah. it. I'm I'm ordering this hundred percent of the time. Was it not there when you picked up those other ones, or did you not look? I didn't look because I, I just. Yeah, we had something to do. Had places to be. Two hours away, I had to hurry back, get back on the road. It was there a couple weeks ago when I got those other cans, so I was just curious if they still had it. But anyway, I'll go next. I said, super sweet chocolate and cinnamon up front with a mild pepper burn on the finish. So smooth and dangerous at 10 point, what do we say, 7%, Seven, yeah. percent ABV. The flavors blend well, and I want to keep coming back for more. And I give it a 4.75 because oh. it is delicious. Now and- I feel inadequate with my four and a half. Well, you no, it makes sense because you said it. I wish there was more cinnamon. For me, that's enough cinnamon. I don't want overpowered cinnamon. That's not me. So, I mean, that's our taste difference right there. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, literally just found out last uh, October that I fucking love cinnamon beers. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Like, I don't know why I didn't like drink them before in the past, but yeah, this is this is great. And we learned that in Life of the Marty when we talked about it. So much cinnamon. All right, I got it. Typed up and ready to go. I said the hot chocolate and cinnamon are on point for me, but I want just a little more heat because I'm a little bit of a heat seeker, and I gave it a four. Oh, wow. Just just because when it says chilies, I want it to be like chilies, not just like, are there chilies in this? Because I wouldn't have guessed there were if I didn't, if it wasn't described to me. I feel a little bit on the back of my tonsils. But I want a little bit more, like on my tongue. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. still a really good beer. And if you're, if you like Keith, and you don't like the spice, then, then it's perfect. It's perfect, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, I hundred percent. I I hundred percent agree. Like I don't need my mouth to be on fire. Like this was enough of the 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 spicy flavor. I just there's sweetness from the chocolate, and then there's spiciness. I just want that cinnamon. Like give me. Something right there in the middle. (laughs) While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content that is patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Pale has joined the chat. (laughs) (laughs) What? I know, you... Missed a wonderful discussion on this beer, so, oh, so I, antici- I anticipate you telling us what you think afterwards, if that's cool. Yeah, let's save it for the end, and I'll give my two cents. Perfect. All right, now we are talking about Tears of the Kingdom, 
the Onuma gameplay footage that he debuted in April, I think. And we'll also talk about the trailer and just, uh, I'm going to have him playing in the background so we can comment on him. Tell me to pause it or if you need to, or just like if you want to shout something out as it's playing. I know the listener can't see it, but this is how it's going to go. And we can uh, just talk about whatever, but it'll be playing in the background just to jog your memory. I need no memory jog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can right. ride horses in this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never found one the first yeah, breath of the wild. I didn't either. I made it through halfway through the map without getting a damn stable once. I did. I, 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 like, I went to a stable, but I never actually got on a horse. And so doing Ganondorf at the end of the game on a horse was very hard for me. <laughs> you have no experience dr- driving a horse. I was you like, how do right? I do this? Yeah. <laughs> so I hopped off of the, the horse and I just shot him with the bow and arrow thing that they give you. <laughs> I can't do this horse thing. <laughs> uh, well, this opening scene here, this is pretty cool where we got, actually got to see this is the, the fields in which I believe where Zelda unleashed her power when Link died the first time. Um, yeah, it's so by the, the dual field. peaks. Mm-hmm. It's like all looks pretty much the same as uh, Breath of the Wild, which is pretty cool. I don't know if they've ever done that before. Followed up a game in the same environment. Yeah, that's kind of like the the appeal. You have this open world that they created. I can only imagine that they just want to continue with that open world. As they said, there was an interview that they did, and they said this world was too beautiful and too expansive. Not, They said, we're not done telling the story here yet. And to really expand beyond it, Instead of just where we used to be able to explore, they went up and they went down. So into the sky world and then down into the underground. So getting three different layers here is pretty amazing. And the ability to jump back and forth, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they haven't really showed anything from the below. I guess they showed that there's like caves and stuff. But Mm -hmm. like the first trailer that they revealed like three years ago, it feels like where the they showed like that Ganon looking mummy guy. That, yeah, like that all seemed Ganon to be underground, North. but we haven't really seen anything in the new footage taking place underground. Well, the mine carts in the volcano looked to be underground. And then we got the, the Bacoblins were mining something and we got to see this weird like tree with like an amber swirl, like a, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Something kind of going up. That was the underground. But a lot of the focus so far has been on the floating islands and all the stuff that's going on up there. Yeah, it was interesting because I guess I was part of the community who questioned how we were going to get, you know, between different Sky Islands or between Sky Island and Homeland. And in the the last gameplay, maybe it's this one a little bit later, they actually show... Or he mentions this, like, you, there's ways you can get up there, like, mm-hmm. catch this thing, catch these little air pockets. There's like, there's ways to get around. I was like, that's good. I was very concerned. Yeah, that's one of the best things about Breath of the Wild. There are like so many different ways you can approach a problem. And yeah. like, nobody, no two people play the game exactly the same. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Hence, I, horses, no horses. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I get up as high as I can, and then I glide to where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And since I got the ultra power to jump and then glide, Rivali I do that scale. all the time now. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, with Ravoli or whatever his Rivali. name is. Rivoli. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's my gameplay. No horses and glide everywhere. There you go. See, I always update my hearts first and then my stamina. So I'll, I'm like, I'm using all the horses I can find because mm, I, did the I same can thing. run like three feet before I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think what I did was I I got a handful of the hearts first. I don't remember what the number was. And then I was like, I'm going to fill an entire second row of stamina and then I'll get more hearts. Yeah, that's kind of what I because I did like a full row of hearts and then I started focusing on stamina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do full row, just a couple. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get it. I think one of the the big changes here is we're looking here at the screen that the durability of weapons I know is something that mm, yes. was new to the Zelda community and that pissed a lot of people off, myself included, because you got to build up your inventory so you're getting more into the RPG. And then and you only like, have like ten spots in your inventory, so you keep mm-hmm. having to exactly. throw away stuff because exactly. you can't carry anymore. Because you didn't know about the 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 Karak seeds and you never upgraded your inventory until after yep. you began in, and you're like, "Fuck, I could have been collecting. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been that collecting was, these seeds." That was pale. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. Oh, oh you did that. Too. I didn't know. I, was I had no idea. Uh, you had to go I, find that big leafy. Yeah, you play in the maracas. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. I mean, I did it. Hetsu, Hetsu, Hetsu. Yeah, I did it, and I upgraded the inventory that one time for that quest line. Yeah, and then you I didn't fa- realize I you can go back and do it exactly. Yeah, because he moves no and he's not there anymore, and you're like, okay, I guess that was the one thing. <laughs> right. But you got to go like find him on this path on the other side of the freaking game, right? Uh. And listen, like I don't read quests anymore. I just <laughs> click, 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 click. click. click I gotta, com- I gotta catch up and keep up with you, fucks. Because <laughs> you're two years behind on playing the game. And we're gonna talk about it next week. So you're like, How, well, hey, I just gotta beat it. I was gonna say, COVID helped me get through this game. So, oh, that's true. Not this game helped me get through COVID, so. (laughs) I was going to say, with not leaving the house, I'm like, well, fuck, I better play this game, so. But anyway, what I was trying to say with the weapon, let's get to this game. We're talking a lot of Breath of the Wild here, but the fusing that they have going on. So the durability that you can increase, like with a tree branch, a pitchfork, I don't know how many good weapons are going to return and what you can fuse to those weapons to make new swords like a rock or a boulder or a spike ball right. or something. It's really cool. It really makes you think, what can I pull out from this environment and fuse together? Yeah, well, what would happen if I added this to my bow? How will that change this thing that I'm about to do? Exactly. And how we also- in- intricate can I get my boat flight <laughs> machine thing? Because uh, they the- showed that, you know, they put everything together. Yes. I think yep. that was a, is that the ultra hand ability? Yeah, to build a boats and hot air balloons and travel vehicles to get from Sky Island mm-hmm. to Sky Island, for sure. We also kind of went past the rewind or recall feature, which is basically a rewind thing, because he uses that to get up. that thing, that stone drops from the island, and then he uses the recall to send it back up into the air, and he rides it back up to get to the sky. And uh, I'm guessing there will be a lot of opportunities to use that, but well, it'll. I'm guessing it'll be like that ice thing from the Breath of the Wild, where I kind of forget that I can do that, that where I could like lift ice out of the water. 
oh, I'll yeah. forget that I'll be able to recall things and like rewind it. I'll be like, oh, that thing just hit me. <laughs> and then I'll forget that. Like oh, those uh, Octorok shooting that shit at yeah. you. Just like zap it back at him. Yeah, exactly. Like, Put it, throw it right back down your throat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so what he was doing like a few seconds ago was slapping like an eyeball at the end of his arrow. Oh, yeah. And, and then it, it makes it a seeking. And he didn't even have to be like locked on. It just Homing shoot it up in the area and the eyeball will yep. take it right to the target. I That's thought that so was cool. really cool. Yeah, there's going to be a ton of stuff like that. Everybody was after this was like, what if you add meat to it? What will that do? Yeah. <laughs> what is a meat arrow? Yeah. Um, so my my main complaint about the Breath of the Wild, and it's been solved by this game already, is what the hell do I do with all the parts that I farm? Mm-hmm. From all these bats and and goblins and stuff, other than upgrading my gear and trading it in and all that stuff, like clearly, I still had a surplus of eyeballs. Yep. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. Use them. them. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, It's good to see without um, knowing the full range of the abilities that a lot of the old abilities from Breath of the Wild are still there and available with new abilities in there mm-hmm. or kind of replace a couple of the not-so-good abilities. Um, like the, uh, the magnetic one mm-hmm. yeah. or the ice maker and you know things like that. It was wonderful. Like Having those in my wheelhouse w- was amazing. Just having something supernatural. you know. I'm going to miss oh, yeah. those Tesseract bombs. I know. Well, there's bomb flowers are making a return. Bomb flowers are back. Yes. So I, I, mean, I did see that, but just to have them and you can, infinity basically infinity once you bombs, get the ability. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is what I was talking about earlier boat, in this yeah. video. They're making a boat. Essentially, looks like they might actually make this on wheels. There's wheels available. I think those are the fans. Yep. Oh, this mm, is okay. the boat to go across the water. Yeah. Right, and so you have an ability to be able to attach them or detach them if you want um, some kind of sticky substance. Zonag, Zonagu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the official name is, but so I'm really excited to see on Reddit like the creations. Oh my gosh! That people yeah. make all the car like I've seen like cars people have been yeah. making in like the little test footage or whatever people have gotten like an hour to mess around with the game like IGN mm-hmm. yeah. I, I watched some of their gameplay and he's making like flying crafts to fly around to different islands in space and mm-hmm. it's it's really amazing the stuff that you can put together and it and try to break the game essentially <laughs> like right how many things can I combine and make some massive device but that's what I love about this game, and that's what they want us to do. And it's like the replay value is, I mean, I don't know. We could, hell, I could still pick up Breath of the Wild and just start playing yeah. it because there's just so much I haven't found. And I can only imagine what this is with the, what happens New. if I throw this shit together, this shit mm-hmm. together, and then I can travel over here. It's just, uh, I'm not going to have a life for the next year trying to play yeah. this game. I'm not as creative, I don't think, in that terms. Yeah. Like, I look at the game and the fact that the only thing that I don't have to make this 100% is a Croxies. So if I'm going <laughs> to play this game again, or the Breath of the Wild game, I'm going to have to start over. 
Yeah. Um, because I've already, I already did all the shrines. I've already leveled up all the gear. I've already beaten mm-hmm. all the things, you know, mm-hmm. but to me, that's a hundred percent, even though the game doesn't say a hundred percent to me, that's hundred percent. Um, and I don't know if that's a completionist th- in me, but the only thing I could potentially think about like doing that I haven't done or will still need to do would be the, uh, DLC. Uh, the DLC, yes. Um, mm, other than that, would yeah. Uh, the jumping competition where the D- oh yeah, there's a bunch you, of those. Like, yeah, where you have to you, sled down the thing or yeah, it's like jump off the thing and see how far you can go. Yeah, that would be like mm. the only thing that I would like consider jumping back in to see like, can I do this? It's just like in Smash Brothers with the hitting of the dummy to hit it like across the goddamn map. How far can you hit that dummy? <laughs> yeah. Like the baseball. It's a, it's, yeah, it's it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a competitive thing for me. Like how how long can I make this happen? I don't remember if it's as rewarding as I'm making it, but it's still just something to think about. Yeah. Probably get like 100 rubies for it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flush with rubies. I don't need shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the next ability we're going to see here in this footage is the Ascend, which I can't wait because it's so freaking cool. So instead of Revali's Gale to fly up to yeah. something, now we can just fucking zap through the wall and the ceiling. As long as there's a ceiling there. above you, you can. it seems like you can jump up through it. Yep. Yeah. There's a limited range, they did say, but still. Yeah, you're not going to be able to jump to an island. <laughs> right. Assume. Or if you're in a cave, you can't do this through the cave to get to the top of the mountain. Unless the the plateau of that mountain is like really close to that cave where yeah. you are, I wonder if there will be like you could plus your abilities on the little tablet in the first oh, yeah. game. I wonder if you'll be able to plus them and then you'll be able to jump through thicker things or something. Probably that would make hmm. sense. I don't know why they wouldn't if they yeah. did that for the last abilities. It would make sense. But this is nice. That when you come through the ceiling, that time freezes. I found out in watching some of those gameplay, um, like you said, like IGN and some of these other guys mm-hmm. that got them, that when you come up through the ceiling, like we'll see here on the screen here in just a second, time freezes. So if there's enemies walking, it's like everything's frozen. So you can choose whether or not you want to stay or do I oh, want to wow. hop up and then you can just recall back. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's almost like a teleportation, like yeah. instantaneous. Yeah. But you can look around like 360 and be like, yeah, this is not the safest not spot. Let's yeah. pop back down. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like a crapshoot like, well, fuck, I just died. Didn't even know I was jumping into a bed of lava above me or something like that. Yeah. yeah I wonder if the Lionels will be part of this game. As scary as they were before. <laughs> Did you not <laughs> see this trailer? I pooped myself a little when I saw the horns on those things. I'm going to hide <laughs> even more. So oh, they're they're, com- they're making a comeback. I've never oh beat a yes. Lionel with a vengeance. I've don't you have to? Yet. Oh no, you don't have no, to. You, you do not avoid to. it. I, I did because I thought I had to. <laughs> I beat like four because I was just like, well, you I need have the, to I needed the to DLC, collect right? the I cl- needed to collect their hooves for to upgrade something or something. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, in the DLC you have to if you want to beat the trials of whatever mm-hmm. to get the master the, sword. Yeah. You levels. technically don't have to because I heard in the trials you do get a um, like a skip <laughs> a Sheikah uh, arrow. So oh yeah, one of those. So you can just one shot it and mm-hmm. just be done. This is cool. The little skydive being knocked mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Going oh yeah. Anywhere. 
So he's gliding right now without a uh, the glider. It's just free Is diving. This- so it's oh, it's oh okay so it's not gonna take up any of his energy or stamina because yeah. it's just yep. kind of free gliding right now okay I guess yeah I guess the stamina will come up into play once his glider comes out yep they yeah. did say too that the stamina they kind of cut in half like what used to take a lot of stamina stamina no longer takes as much so we can like, climb well, higher playing, objects right if we're playing the same link I'm like we just worked him out I'm like his stamina's yeah. got to be through the roof. I'm like, he's only getting stronger and older, so... <laughs> that, that's that's my question. Like, if we played the original, can we port... Oh, I would love to do that, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. Like, that would make it more of an MMO, where you yeah. kind of keep everything you've progressed. I just... The, the idea that it's start over fresh kind of is a bummer to me. But I get it. Your different time point in the, uh, you know, in the series, but it's not like you're waking up from your internal nap, you know, again. like <laughs> right, again, right. like you're you're already awake, you've already done some things, so I feel like you should have a starter set of something. But I mean, I totally get like if you started with all the stuff that you played in Breath of the Wild, then what's the point? Yeah, that's kind of. The mystery with this, and I know it's been unfortunately leaked, and thank God I've stayed away from it all, but Same. where does the game start? I mean, obviously, right. I would imagine it would start with Zelda in the underground and finding Ganondorf's dehydrated corpse, and then he wakes up, Zelda then falls to the abyss, gets teleported elsewhere, and then... And then she's like, find me. Find me. And then Link, I did hear because Nintendo did officially release that the the new Great Plateau is the Sky Islands, and so start- we have to master our abilities up there. We start in the sky and then come down. So it's like, okay, so all that must be a cutscene beforehand. So I, I I don't know. They're keeping it pretty tight lipped on where this is going to start. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be like a very it's very similar to like a Marvel trailer, right? You get. Mr. Awesome or new rock stars giving like their idea of how the movie's going to be based on the trailer they watched. And then you watch the movie and it says nothing to do with the trailer discussion that they give you is my guess. Uh, for this, I, I can go down the theory rabbit hole for the next 45 minutes. If you so wish, <laughs> <laughs> I see you pausing here on Ganondorf I, and his full power. Is that Ganondorf? That's what or I was. Or is it Demise? <laughs> well, that was my question. Okay, so then we'll see it. the goat lady here soon, which everyone goes, it Zelda full powered. I'm like, no, it's not. You know how the last game was flashbacks. Yes. I have a feeling right. this was a flashback to his original full power and then goat lady who apparently I'm still thinking is Hylia herself, the goddess. Oh, she's um, cause she's because like the, the sword original. is this. The sword and is this, broken in this. This I want to say is the original champion, the goat man, because his hand is the one that Link's going to get. And if oh, he is the descendant of the champion of the goddess's champion, then that would be my guess. Cause even in skyward sword, where it's supposed to be the opening of it all, but there was still a time before Skyward Sword, which was the goddess. Yes. Because it talks about how the great calamity happened on the ground, if you will, and then the Sky Islands the, rose. Exactly. We didn't see to where the Skyloft. Yeah. 
we start where the ground's already separated, so something happened to separate them, mm-hmm. and we and haven't maybe got that. Maybe that's what we're getting a flashback to see, the original lifting of the islands. And now that Ganon's back full-powered, then the islands are going to rise once again, which she is, I think, a, what we're seeing. She needs a shawl. She's not wearing enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not 17 in this game anymore. She's, what, five? I think they said it's five years in the future. All right, good. Then show So this she's game. 23. Show this game. <laughs> Show it. <laughs> show it. You are. Show me your moves. Show me your boobs. <laughs> is what I thought he said. I, that's I what was I, uh, 16. <laughs> now, uh, now that she is an adult, show me your boobs. <laughs> uh, this. Oh, I can't wait. This trailer gives me chills. Yeah. So I wrote down two quotes from the trailer. We haven't got to the other one yet, but the first one is. Zelda, we rely on your knight and that legendary sword he carries. Our last line of defense will be Link. And that's King Rome saying that to Zelda. And the other one's coming up. Those Are those the, the tears, tears from Twilight Princess? Or well, not Twilight. Well, maybe Twilight Princess. Yeah. Or Sky, that's, no, uh, there Skyward you go, Sword. Oh, oh, God. You just missed, you missed the, the freaking Moose Lionels that will that looks ten times you worse. this entire game. There's Ganondorf. He's back. I screamed when he... Oh when my we gosh, got yes. that reveal. There's Goat Lady. I'm what pretty sure that's Hillary. things? Those are Maldugas. Those are the things, the Macoblins or whatever, the in the desert area? Maldugas. The same thing? Maldugas, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. I'm yeah, glad the, the champions the desert, are back. Yeah, the desert people are in there too. Yep. Oh, the Gliok. The three-headed uh, thing. That's Gliok. I can't wait. From the original game, or one of the original games. That's so cool. The other quote I wrote down was from Ganondorf, and it's, Do not look away. You witness a king's revival and the birth of his new world. That gave me goosebumps the first time I heard it. Mm. So I think that with all of this, like you just saw, so these Zelda bigger nerds than we are have analyzed the background where Zelda was holding that tear. Yeah. She was standing on the Great Plateau, but there was no calamity around right there. There's no calamity around. Mm-hmm. So it's she's like stuck empty. in the past is what everybody's saying. So Link, I need you to find, I hope you can find me. Please find me or whatever she says. Because I'll, there's got to be time travel that's got to go back and forth between this. Because look, there's the nothing. There's no towers. There's nothing. And they said it's the Great Plateau where Ganon was screaming with his red hair. Also the Great Plateau. Interesting. Hmm. And remember King Rome said this is where, this is the birth of the kingdom. And that's Seth. where I have a feeling it's going to be a bunch of flashbacks in between. Yep. So they said that's a plateau right there. Seth has a major heart on. You said time travel. <laughs> I know. I said time travel. And- <laughs> that's what I love about Link to the Past is my favorite Zelda game. And, and Ocarina of the Time also has time travel. So uh-huh. that is why I love this series so much. And I'm glad they're finally bringing it back. Or at least in some way. I don't know. We're not going to get like a 40-year-old link <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's sure. not gonna age like he did the last time i think but it's interesting i was you said a hilio returning a lot of the things we've seen are the master sword are is like shattered and mm-hmm. we know from the end of skyward sword that hilia is in the sword like mm-hmm. is she is the god is part of the sword so if it shatters is she released is that why she's back mm-hmm. or is that just why people are speculating that? 
And maybe the extra power, too, because remember, Demise was sucked into the sword. Right. That's why I thought maybe he's back, too. And uh-huh. there's some speculation that Ganondorf's a good guy. He's on your team, and he's helping you fight Demise, but that's bullshit. Not there's no way. <laughs> so the, the scene we saw with him screaming, it, people zoomed in on his forehead. He has the red tear. That was him powering up with the red tear, and that's why they said that's the Goron tier, and that's why we don't see the Goron champion, that little scared, the scared Goron that we teamed up with to take down Van Ruda or whatever, whoever the hell it was. Yeah, yeah that's a tier. Like right at the beginning of that, they zoomed in, and it's a, a one of the tier powers. It's hard to get a. Yeah, it's hard to get. It's like it so this. shiny. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have it in playing in slow motion where I can stop it easily. But they also zoomed in on the champions that were running forward, and they yes. each have a tier. So they're each oh, a sage, if you will, and with all the sage powers. And Zelda has the the yellow one, which is the recall, which is time travel. And it's the same symbol that Link uses on his the recall sign. So everybody's already analyzing all of this, which is so cool. So that's why they're thinking time travel, because recall, you're going back in time. She's got the one on her necklace. The goat lady has it, too. Or not the goat late, but the supposedly Hylia has the yeah. same one and Zelda's got the same outfit being the descendant. So is it a time travel type thing? So I don't know. I'm excited to see. I love teaming up with NPCs too. This ought to be fun. Yeah. Uh, is the Triforce back? We haven't it's seen got the Triforce to. in a while. <laughs> the last three games, if you've Oops. talked about them, they said was all with the Triforce. It was power. I, I think they said with Skyward Sword. Breath of the Wild was um, wisdom, hence all the blue. And this mm. one is more green-based, hence the green. So it would be Link's Courage, the Zonai, where he's got the, the green power. So this is the trifecta <laughs> and that the Triforce is coming back. So we'll see. Dustin is ripping his... Hop Force. Hop Force. Yeah. yeah. Cascade. Centennial. <laughs> Chinook. 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 <laughs> Um, oh, I had a question. Uh, what hand is his little Triforce tattoo on in Ocarina? Left hand or right hand? The hand with the sword. So he was left-handed. He was left-handed. Yeah. So it would have been his other... Because uh, he has the ultra hand thing. That's why I was curious. But that's on his right hand. So he could still they, have the thing on his left hand. Yeah, yeah right. But My they switched bad. him to be right hand because of the Skyward Sword. So Because of the waggly thing the Wiimote well the Wiimote they they didn't actually I guess they did change it but they just mirror imaged it yeah yeah that's all they did yeah so that because he's left-handed like you can't port that over so they mirror imaged it so if you played the Wii version next to GameCube the GameCube version they're mirror images of each Mm -hmm. other your aspect ratio is so he's he's ambidextrix yeah. However you say that word. <laughs> yeah. So the tattoos on his uh offhand then is what you're saying? So sword is right or sword is left hand, so no, because he's always sword and shield. So the tattoos on his left hand. I think so, yeah. Okay. It uh is this pause screen gonna be the title reveal in the game? Because you remember in Breath of the Wild you kinda down. walk up yeah. to the edge and then like the title kind of reveals. So you said we start on the in the sky. Yeah. Yep. When we dive off the sky, do we finally get the title? I think so. I, I think so too. That, I think yeah. so too. How, <laughs> how long of an opening tutorial are we going to get before we jump off? Probably the great. We got to complete it just like we did the Great Plateau. We got to get right. all of our new abilities before we jump back down to the surface. Right. Yeah. 
But it wasn't that, that would, long in the first yeah. game because you kind of just walk out of that cave and then you get to the edge of that cliff mm-hmm. and then it shows you the title and it, right. it all the vastness that's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, yeah, finishing the Great Plateau after that was like a secondary like trigger marker. Mm-hmm. But the, the getting out of that cave was the initial... Kind of learning how to do a few things before you get the title. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we can't assume that everybody played Breath of the Wild. That's true. So, so we have to. It's it's just like if you if you read a book and they have several books in the series, book two is going to describe things that you learned about in book one because you can't assume that everybody started with book one. You know. Mm-hmm. So my guess is, yeah. yeah, the the tutorial for this one is going to be a little bit longer because you, I mean, unless you lose your abilities, of, you probably have no abilities, and then you collect them over time, all the yeah. ultra hand stuff. So then, yeah, you learn those as you go. But mm-hmm. learning how to like use weapons and shields and stuff, yeah, you'll learn that on the in the sky. That's yep, a bummer, maybe. though. Like you've already did that, like. It, I think I think it'll be quick though. I really don't yeah. think they're going to dwell on it. I don't know. Do you remember Twilight Princess? That cold yeah. opening or whatever you want to call. It? There's like an hour of just like learning to fish, learning to like trade yeah. thing, and th- that's why I don't replay that game because I don't need to go through all. Can I skip? Skip that. that? Yeah. Yeah. Why can't it be like Winks? Sorry, Winks. Winks Awakening, <laughs> where if you want to fish, you go to the fish area and you fish, or you learn right. from the fish guy, or you go up and you do the map making person, you talk to the map maker, and, and and things like that. Where it's not, you know, but it's not beneficial to play in the game. But if you want a hundred percent of the game, then you probably should learn how to fish. A little bit different with Breath of the Wild because yeah, Breath of the Wild did, is it better. did it didn't have a fishing mechanic. It still had here's how you get your fish. <laughs> you <laughs> throw a bomb into a lake and then you just yeah. watch them all float to the surface. Yeah, I, they're more about exploration in this. So yeah. I mean, your hands are held for a little bit, like a great plateau type thing. Get yep. your abilities, and then it's all you, buddy. And then you go from there. I Which had no idea what nice. to do after I got out of the Great Plateau. Yeah. And I didn't I either. You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I avoided every enemy, and I made my possible ways away from every stable in the fucking game. Until <laughs> I'm like, there's horses? <laughs> yeah. I pulled up a... Half of the map solved. I pulled up like a walkthrough to tell me like where I needed to go. I didn't read the walkthrough to do the stuff. I just was like, I need to do this, to this, to this, to this, to beat Ganondorf. And I was like... All right, if I just follow the little markers, it pretty much will tell me the way to go. But if I didn't look at that walkthrough, there's no way I would have fucking done the wedding. Oh, that's the best yeah. part of the game, It too. was the best part of the game. Oh, Bolson. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's so rewarding. It really was, because you uh, build up that town and all that stuff. Yeah, you, you feel like you've accomplished something, and then you're invited to the people's wedding, because yeah, you introduced like, them to each other. Like, and- damn, like, I, I did this. <laughs> And you can see the map change on your like pause screen as yep. the more as you build, like, uh, and then the town changes that you're building. Love yeah, that. Then all, all of a sudden, the name shows up on your map that you made this town, dude. Terrytown. Like, it's yours. Terrytown. Yeah. Uh, okay. Question. I got. I got a few questions. 
Which of the new abilities are you looking forward to messing around with the most? Because we recall fusing, ultra hand, and ascend. Got to be fusing. Yeah, it's F- making fusing. making yeah. weapons and just yeah, putting shit that together that shouldn't go together. The ascend looks cool, but it I think hands down has to be the fusing. I think ultra hand will be good too, though. Like the building of different boats and building cars Mm. and just like, because fusing seems to be tied to weapons and shields and like stuff in your inventory. And then ultra hand is more environmental stuff that you can combine and make different devices. But that might just be like, here's how I have fun in the game. But for the fusing, this is how I progress in the game. Yeah. Yeah. To make your weapons stronger and stuff like that. Yeah. There is a fifth ability. So some of those mm-hmm. videos I watched, they said there is a fifth ability, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. So when they Ooh. showed the menu, it was kind of blacked out. Um, they said we're, we weren't allowed to show this, but it's pretty cool. So I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. And D-A. Let's go. Uh, yep. So there is something else that's on there, but I guess it reveals too much of the story. So I don't know what that would be. Maybe that's where... We see like Link with his new goofy hand, and he like communicates with Zelda across time or something. I oh yeah, know. that'd be cool. It's like it, a ocarina, it, or you thing. could like control her. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, or maybe uh, the ocarina is an ability. I hope so. Let's pull that puppy out with your <laughs> hand. Bring that and... back. <laughs> um, anything that you hope they change from Breath of the Wild, like it you disliked about Breath of the Wild, that you hope this game does not include. I was hoping they'd get rid of the Korok seeds, but unfortunately they are confirmed and they are back, so we still have to collect shit from... Maybe they'll not do what 999 and they'll just do like, there's 50 of them you have to find. Just enough, yeah. Yeah. There's always something you have to find, so... Yeah. Maybe not as many shrines would be okay with me. Hmm. I don't know if if that's been confirmed that shrines will be back. I think it's Um, more of a dungeon type thing instead of just shrines, so mm -hmm. probably longer time spent okay. in a building or a dungeon to try to solve it as opposed to just jump in, get a shrine, get an ability. But mm-hmm. I mean, you got to increase your heart somehow. You got to increase your stamina somehow. So I don't know how they're going to go about you, that. They're going to be collecting heart pieces again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if I have anything that um, I disliked. Uh, there's plenty of things I disliked about the first game. Don't get me wrong. But like, those are the things that, Make the I game. know are yeah make the game, but also I know we're going to be in the next one. So it's like me just like saying, just give me gear. I don't want to upgrade the gear. We're not playing an MMO here. Just mm-hmm. let me find gear and upgrade the gear as I go. Yeah, that's um, kind of the thing. I was like, it kind of combines both of your Dustin and Pale's thing. Like, yeah. I like I want it to be more like the old school Zelda games where you go to a dungeon. You complete the dungeon, you get a new item, and now that's your item. And then you go to the next dungeon and do more. Like, I want more dungeons instead of shrines, essentially, and where you get new item, like a boomerang and stuff. But I guess that's not the way these games are. And that's fine. I I love Breath of the Wild. That's one of my favorite Zelda games. But I do want more because of the, uh, what are those guys, the big guys you climb inside and do all that stuff. The camel the, and the, the elephant. Ancient, ancients. Or oh, whatever. the divine beasts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, divine, yeah. Yes. Those are essentially your four dungeons, but I want there to yeah. be like 12. Tw- 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. No shrines, 12 beasts. Yeah. Or probably yeah. seven. Seven might be a good number. Yeah. <laughs> and then seven like a hundred shrines or something. 
I think um, we'll have that with the the seven tiers being the seven sages, and I think they're going yeah. back to that. So we'll have to go collect those tiers and give those tiers. We'll then go to said people like you fight alongside Sidon in the upper regions above Zora's domain. So then he'll get the the tier that you win. So now he's part of the battle with you, and he's all powered up. So yeah, that's my that, speculation. That'll be good. That, I like that idea. Um, I mean, this is a very tough question. Uh, what do you think the story might entail? We've kind of already talked about it a little bit, what the story is going to be or what we think might be happening based on just the small footages that we've seen. Um, okay. <laughs> Keith's going to go on a tangent and that's what yes, I was hoping for with this question. Everybody, so, yeah. All right. So when you saw Zelda falling down the abyss and then <laughs> you guys can head on out. That's fine. I'll just start talking. Um, that when she starts falling, she starts glowing. And if you go back to Breath of the Wild, the glowing part is where he was transported by her power via whatever to go to the field um, to go fight Beast Ganon and everything. So anyway, it's a, a time travel type essence. Mm-hmm. So when she falls, the tear that we saw her hand was clenched. So she probably has that yellow tear that they found. Yeah. So she's falling and it activates. So she transports herself outside of time if you will, to whatever time travel spot she goes to. So she's safe. So now Link's got to go find his way after his hand just got wrecked by <laughs> whatever Ganon. So was. now he gets transported probably up to the sky would be my guess. Maybe he'll fall down something or no, the hand reaches out and grabs him. That's right. Grabs him and he probably like takes him up to the sky and that's where the great plateau will start. Um, and she gets transported elsewhere. And now she, he's got to find in the present time, find his way back to her. While she's probably sending messages through time, through the little Zonai hand. That's what I'm speculating and kind of what the story is. And then Link's now powered up enough. He gets the citizens of Hyrule powered up. He's got all this stuff. And then he finally takes on Ganon at the Great Plateau for the final showdown. That's my guess. Yeah, there's a lot of light world, dark world stuff uh, in Zelda games. So maybe that too instead of time travel like, that, she's like, in the sacred she's in realm diff- she's yeah she's the original sacred realm that yeah. we never got to in ocarina <laughs> right <laughs> we kind of skipped over that time period i do have a spoiler and i don't know if you guys saw it so i won't say anything but i'll, I'll i don't really that. haven't i've seen any kind of avoided that one Me thing too. i've thought was interesting like i said i was watching the ign guy play through the game for like an hour and He's he's like stuck in an area on the Great Plateau or whatever it's called in the sky now. And it's funny because he's like trying all this stuff to get past this one point, this little puzzle. And it's like, oh, you just have to rotate it this way instead of this way. <laughs> and it took him like an hour to just figure that out. And they're like, uh. the the people from Nintendo that are watching him play is like, I've never seen anybody approach the puzzle like this before. So it's like, (laughs) there's going to be a lot of that. Like we're doing things wrong or like Mm -hmm. not how they anticipated people playing the game, which I'm looking forward to. That's see, this is so exciting for me coming from the Assassin's Creed background. Cause that's kind of where the Assassin's Creed franchise like broke off into. Like you get a sandbox I think it was in Unity. You get a sandbox and you can approach it however way you mm-hmm. want. There's like five different ways that you can go kill the guy or you can come up with your own way to go do it. And I always found the quickest and shortest cut that I could take to just do this. I'm like, why the hell would I go all the way around when I can just jump just over this over and then this I can stab him from the sky? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, 
So I have a feeling that's where I'm looking forward to most of this because I know how my mind works and I'm like, I'm going to find the path of least resistance (laughs) that I'm not going to waste my time to do this kind of stuff. So the way my brain's wired, I'm looking forward to to finding unique ways to solve this stuff. All right. That I think that is I I it's my other final question was any other hopes and wishes for the game, but we kind of established that already. Anything I think it'll be good. Yeah, it, it it's, it's not going to disappoint, great. so. Mm-mm. I just I don't it'll... want it to feel like Breath of the Wild too much, which seeing the gameplay, I think No. I think they've like they've added enough over, stuff. Overhauled like the the Hyrule look, like everything just looks like different. Yeah. It's not like Breath of the Wild at all. So yeah, that's really cool. Some of the elements are still there, like this tower or the the mountains and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. But the environment and the people are different enough where it'll make him fun again. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Pale, I do have to ask before we go. Where did you pre-order yours? Uh, it's pre-ordered on Amazon. Right okay. Now, on my so Prime you got Amazon account. Yep. Do you get any special rewards with that? Any gifts? Um, well, sometimes like they'll. The lower the pre-order price, mm-hmm, yeah, and like whatever the like the lowest amount it goes, it'll like lock in before they they bill me. But I haven't been looking to see if it's gone down at all. I'm thinking they're gonna get their like full seventy dollars out of <laughs> oh, me. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Just different different retailers had different like gifts that they were throwing in if you pre-ordered yeah. with them. So I didn't know if Amazon had <laughs> some. Yeah, Best Buy had a poster. Target's got a little side Just- fanny pack. Something like that. And then I ordered mine at Walmart and I it comes with a a little plaque. It's like a little scroll. It scrolls down. You can hang it up. But it's like a rolling scroll of the broken master sword. So I'm like, I'm that's oh, gonna yeah. go that, on the wall right really there cool actually. Looking. So I know that's why I ordered it, because it would fit like right down yeah, in it would this look area. Good right in between these two windows <laughs> that uh right behind my computer. <laughs> you know what? I'll look I'll look it up and I'll mention it on the next bonus. Okay. Oh, if I if I get any kind of you probably ain't getting shit from Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before we go, we got to ask Pale, how's that beer? Oh, yeah. Uh, the beer. Okay. So, yeah, I'm drinking the Osaka that you guys had earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying it, but I'm not the biggest Imperial Oatmeal Stout fan. Mm. We know. Um there's like a at the on the back end. There's like the, there's like a heavy dose of bitterness on the back. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if that's like the flaked oats. Um, I wish there was a little bit more chocolate. Oh, I, interesting. I, <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> Keep talking, Bill. Um, I mean, I'm good with like the the hops, except it's just like the a lot of the bitterness is on the back end. What about and, the Priscilla chilies? You getting a spice at all? A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's I see cinnamon. I'm not really getting cinnamon. <laughs> wow. I know. It's, uh, You're drinking the right beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm really odd. What does your can look like? <laughs> <laughs> You're drinking a zombie dust. No wonder this is the one. <laughs> I should pull out a zombie dust. That or zombie funny. ice. Is this the uh, one? Is this yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you said about the opposite of what we said. Oh, oh all three really? of us actually agreed, and it, we got plenty of cinnamon, just enough spice on the back end, at least for me. Saffron, yeah, more I didn't. Spice. Ha- I wanted it to be spicier, but mm. so much chocolate, it was so sweet with zero bitterness afterwards. Is what I I 
Mm. I gave it a 4.75. Dustin Ooh. gave it a four and a half. And Seth I gave it a four. Was a four. So and it'll I probably be a four a, as well. Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes, yeah, I think four is a good score. It's better than the average, which was a 3.65, I think. Yeah. Okay. So I, let's uh, yeah, I, I think it's a little different. Yeah, we didn't, and we didn't uh, cha- uh, affect your your flavor or your taste profile with our thoughts. Oh, right, you're, that's you're actually a, getting it like straight from me only. I'm not yeah. influenced by any, <laughs> that's any why I was interested. In... <laughs> but I have a second can. I'm looking forward to trying it a second time. How how uh, different? What's the temperature? Is it like still like super cold? It's uh, it warmed up. Okay, I, th- I thought it got a little better when it was warmer, but yeah, I think it's getting a little more smooth. Yeah, warmed up. So maybe that's what I needed to do. I couldn't wait. <laughs> yeah, mine's gone too. But it did my. It wasn't super cold to begin with because my fridge is like fifty degrees. So it was like yeah. sixty that's degrees by the time I finished. Though. Yeah, for a stout, that's good temperature. For an IPA, oh. that's not a great temperature. But that's true. I uh, boosted up the temperature in there. All right. Luckily, today we're all doing stouts. Uh, that's true. Ready to end. Yep. Um, that'll do it. Uh, Dustin had to leave, <laughs> so we we got tail in for the end, but Dustin had to <laughs> pop out. So, so this weird. is a weird one. Yep, weird episode. But uh, we're back to the Triforce. <laughs> That's true. We just we started with the Triforce, we ended with the Triforce. Yep. We replaced the Triforce of Dustin with the Triforce of Pale. <laughs> but that'll do it for this week. Until next time, drink up. Drink up. And geek, geek, geek out. 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 Dun, 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 dun. Hey, listen to what I'm about to say. Gotta save Zelda almost every day I've got my wooden sword, now I'm on my way All those little goblins are gonna pay Wait, there's an enemy, I better hide I don't know his weakness, better check the guy Just knock him in the lava and he'll be fried A big treasure chest, I wonder what's inside Boomerang bow or bomb bag a new item that'll make me brag Oh fuck it's just a compass What a drag Blocking Deku nuts with the Hillian shield I unleash a fairy and now I'm healed Riding the Epona through Hyrule Field Time to open that temple that's been sealed I look inside and what do I see? Big shiny sword just waiting for me. Forget all about that old talking tree. Pull it out of the stone, yeah, that's the key. Boomerang bow or bomb bag. A new weapon that'll make me brag. Oh fuck, I'm old now. What the heck? What a drag. Now we have to save the seven sages A war for time over different ages The story's been told on many pages The battle is fought in many stages Come to the dungeon with your master sword 
defeat the big boss and all his horde. You can do a side quest if you get bored and get a new item as a reward. Boomerang bow or a bomb bag, a special gift that'll make me brag. Oh fuck, it's just a red ruby, what a drag. Time to face Ganon, so fill up those hearts. Add another one if you collect four parts. Fill up your pouch with potions if you're smart. You gathered it all, so let's depart. The castle looks bad, I hope I'm not too late. Went bomb chew bowling and fishing with bait. Got all the gold scutulas and that was great. It's time to save Zelda, cause that's my fate. I got the boomerang bow and bomb bag. Bigger on sword, took too long to snag. Oh fuck, the princess is dead, what a drag.